Yes, welcome along to Health and Wellbeing for another week. Very important topic for you, as always, today. We're looking at fertility and infertility, Peter. Absolutely, and today particularly, Dave, around a concept that's um, called preconception care. So this, the idea is that you actually need to get yourself as, in as healthy a state as possible before you even try to conceive. And this is an interesting one, Peter Mullen. I need to find out what is a preconception plan. Well, before we go there, Dave, I just thought I'd... This is quite a, a fitting topic today. Um, it's, a, it's an issue where one out of at least six couples are having trouble falling pregnant. Mm. But it's a very fitting day today because my son actually is 21 today, Matthew. Happy birthday, Happy Matthew. Happy birthday. I hope you're listening or there'll be trouble. Um, so, yeah, so 21 years ago, like for us, that was um, when our first child was, was born. But um, interestingly, back 21 years ago, when, from my experience, most people, when they worked out or decided to have kids, you sort of worked it out backwards. You thought, you didn't even have any thought in your mind that you'd have trouble falling. It just wasn't yeah. even on the agenda. You sort of worked out when you thought it'd be nice for the baby to be born, and then you counted back your exactly nine nine months. You didn't even expect that you wouldn't be able to fall straight away. So <clears throat> what's um interesting, you know, the last few weeks we've been talking about allergies and how our immune system's changing a lot. So fertility, our fertility is, again, another huge area of health that has changed quite a lot in really in you know, a 21-year period. Yeah, yeah. So it's all different now. It has a totally different approach. Well, it's more more the fact that so many people are having trouble um, falling pregnant. We were talking a little bit before the break about um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and next week in the show, actually, I'll <clears throat> excuse me, um, I'll be talking with you about PCOS. But the the idea of um, preconception care is that just to, in, to sum it up, um, an egg and an ovary. Sorry, an ovary. Sorry. An egg and a sperm take about 120 days to mature. So the idea is with preconception care that a patient would come in or a person would be thinking about detoxing and cleansing their body first. And then for 120 days before they try and conceive, making sure that their nutrient levels are right, their diet's right, so that by the time that they're ready to conceive, they've got the healthiest possible egg and healthiest possible sperm to really maximise their chance of um falling pregnant but then having as healthy a pregnancy as possible do the majority do that or is that more in the minority it's more in the minority however um the goal we sort of see from a naturopathic point of view our kids health our kids immunity is really going down the gurgler these days we're seeing all sorts of crazy mm -hmm. things happening there so the health this preconception period may be the turning point to actually have much healthy kids with much healthier immune systems. Now, when we take a break, when we come back, can we talk further about infertility, those that are having difficulty? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, we'll go through some of the reasons, um, some of the possible causes for infertility, and then I'll talk more about what preconception care is. Now, we wanted to talk a little bit about infertility. Tell us a bit more about that. So there is some people that just have these difficulties falling pregnant, don't they? Well, look, as we were just talking about in the break, you know, you do stress can be a really big factor for couples having trouble conceiving. Yes. You know, and you do hear that quite a bit where someone... The pressure trying, they're putting on themselves. The pressure, um, they're trying to fall pregnant for a period of time and then all of a sudden they've decided, you know, they're going to go down a different path, maybe IVF, and then they fall pregnant as soon as that pressure is taken off them. But a lot of a lot of fertility issues relate back to what's going on with the hormone, hormone balance particularly. Yes. So stress can really interfere with our hormone balance. And, and when we look at it like that, how much of it is the male part or the female part? Is there more pressure on the female part or the male? Well, like again, 20 years ago, fertility was really seen as 
totally to do with women's health. Yes. But now they're estimating that nearly 50% of infertility cases may actually be to do with um, men's health and men's sperm. Wow. Because even when you think about it, we're talking about preconception and we'll talk about some of the causes of infertility. If, if a, a male sperm takes 116, 120 days to grow from the immature spermatozoite to the ready-to-go ready to go sperm, so if a male over that four-month period is binge drinking, even things like um, as little as two cups of coffee a day has been shown to decrease fertility. So binge drinking, drinking um, coffee regularly, um, cigarettes obviously are going to be a big factor, but by the time that sperm's ready to go, it's not going to be in its healthiest state. So met, that's the whole concept of this preconception care period is it's not just for the ladies, it's for the men as well, just as important because we need to, us men need to remember that we're contributing 50% of the genes for that new child. You know, so that's it, the guys are off the grog for a while and the, the ladies are off the wine for a little while? Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. So one of the... Um, um, a big causes, I think, for fertility these days are things like we've talked about, you know, stress, um, conditions like polycystic ovarian syndrome, uh, endometriosis. But um, one of the big factors that seems to be coming through more and more, and they've found this with the fertility and polar bears up in the, you know, the northern ice caps, that exposure to toxic chemicals, yeah, environmental chemicals particularly, yes, yes. Um, both in utero and you know after the baby's born can or or can affect can dramatically affect the adult fertility um, and some of these are things like the top top six environmental toxins to try and avoid if you are looking at conceiving but just for general health are things like pesticides found on non organic fruit and vegetables meat and dairy unfiltered tap water particularly. Mm. Um, formaldehyde found in air fresheners, deodorants, floor polish, uh, bisphenols found in plastic containers. So, you know, using plastic containers in the microwave, we've talked about microwaves before, but um, drinking um, water out of soft plastic containers can leach a lot of these chemicals into yeah, the water yeah. supply. Um, organic solvents, um, you know, a lot of... Lot of um, um, household products or or even employment products, you know, men working as spray painters, yeah. you know, can really have problems with sperm and and sperm health. So on the other side of the coin, is there anything that you can take or do that will help increase fertility? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I might go into that in a third part yep. if possible. Yep. Okay. Um, the first first part of preparation for the baby is basically to limit your chemical exposure as much as possible. And when you think about it, having a plan for preconception. Care and again, preconception care is doing all your detoxing and getting healthy, and then maintaining good health for the four months prior to conception. Really, when you think about it, it is the best form of preventative medicine. Yes. Um, the first two months, as I said, get yourself into peak health, detoxing, getting back to ideal body weight, and we talked about that before. That so a, a lot of people that have fertility issues, there's a lot of subclinical things. Um, I've had clients that. Um, have had gluten intolerance or food intolerance. So anywhere where the immune system is a bit more inflammatory, that can be a factor. If someone's also then stressed, if someone's also then 10 kilos overweight, if someone also is drinking um, unfiltered tap water, if someone also is you know, not sleeping properly or having stress at work, often it's a combination of all those sorts of factors, even before we look at you know, things like PCOS or endometriosis or thyroid issues. So, What about if you get along with age? Does age play a factor in it also? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And 
you know, definitely things you can do to help with that though. Like a lot of um, uh, nutrients or, or hormones like DHEA can be really beneficial for older women when they're trying to conceive. But our eggs, our eggs, women's eggs are probably at their peak, you know, in their, you know, 18 to 22. So that's probably our peak fertility right. really is up to about 25. So right. if someone's trying to conceive at 50, they're 15 years past their ideal. Well, things have changed now. Life's a lot more expensive to own a home. Usually two have to work. So the husband's yep. out there working. The wife yep. is out there working also. So what about the women who've, okay, during those 20s, maybe they were at university studying. Now they have a professional life. They're into their 30s. Is it making it difficult now to consider uh, a family? Definitely. And these are, the, these are like everybody needs to look at um, understanding this concept of preconception care. Yeah. As women get older and are trying to have kids, it's even more important, particularly, um, as I said, because the, the, the eggs are older, the sperm's, you know, not as vital as Is it used to be. Is there a limited number of eggs they have? And as they get yeah. up towards 40, they're starting to run out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not making, you know, not wishing to sound like chickens, but women are born with a certain number of um, ovum. And um, they will, and when they, actually, when they run out of those eggs, that's when we... Um, that's what triggers menopause. We're talking about fertility, infertility, and preconception. And what we're going to have a chat about right now is those the those items, those things that we can do that will help us increase our fertility, Peter. Definitely. So the first the first tip is and um, is to get just get tested. You know, make sure that you it's not endometriosis or a thyroid condition or you know rule out all of the obvious obvious sort of factors. Um, have this concept of um, you know getting naturopathically assessed to really see where you're up to from a toxicity point of view and an inflammatory point of view because yes. inflammation is a big driver for interference in lots of different body body systems or body functions or and particularly something like fertility. So we sort of think of um, once we've ruled out any obvious issues that infertility is kind of a cross between a, a toxicity issue and a nutrient deficient. C issue and and you feel a change in diet could also assist yeah absolutely so diet's part of that whole detox and that preconception period uh, nutrient wise like the at, at no other time in our life it's interesting with a lot of um, um pregnancy multivitamins like as soon as you mention pregnancy and um, breastfeeding the dosage falls out of a lot of supplements everybody's a bit panicky about mm. taking nutrients when you're pregnant but at no other time in your life are you going to have a higher need for good nutrition, good nutrition, than when you are pregnant. Because the idea is the baby gets everything that yeah. it needs, and poor, poor mum. She's being drained, isn't she? Really? Yeah, yeah, and and you know that's going to increase risk of things like um postnatal depression, etc. So nutrients that we look at, and you know getting levels tested as well, things like zinc, selenium, magnesium, and calcium. Uh, iron a lot of mums you know are low in iron and during the pregnancy it's interesting iron levels can vary dramatically so we often will support women when they are pregnant even with iron at different times so why, rather than taking tablets and that what could we eat or digest that has iron in it uh, from a nutrient point of view it's things like your red meat and your yes. green leafy vegetables but um, interestingly, we can only absorb about two and a half to two point eight milligrams. So you of really iron do a day. need a supplement. If you're looking at falling pregnant and your levels are low, you really need to get onto a supplement. Okay. okay. Um, other nutrients include B12, B12, B6, folic acid, obviously, uh, vitamin C, essential fatty acids. Um, as you mentioned, getting the diet really good as well. But um, if someone's been trying to fall pregnant for a while, it's definitely worthwhile going and seeing a naturopath that specialises in preconception care because um, it can really save up or really speed up the whole length of time you're trying to fall pregnant. 
and for a lot of um, young mums these days that are thinking about falling pregnant, don't leave it too long before you go and talk to someone about it. You know, waiting 12 months or two years or, you know, as you, as we were talking about before in the break, the stress of trying for mm-hmm. that long and things not happening, yeah. you know, it just compounds You're the whole concept. You're being too hard concept. on yourself, really, aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So get get help or seek advice, even if you're just thinking about it. Come and see a naturopath first and, and, and get assessed for preconception care. Let's see if we can uh, work out something here because you hear oh, people say something's for, something's against. If you are pregnant, the glass of wine. Should you or shouldn't you? Because you hear differing approaches to that. You, you most likely shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, alcohol is a toxin. So, you know, really you are best to abstain from alcohol when you're pregnant and caffeine as well. Yes. You know, like definitely any chemical or any... So going any and sitting down any... coffee with your girlfriend having a chat when you're in your early stages of having a baby, probably not good. Well, as I said, even as it's been shown that as little as two cups of coffee a day through if you're trying to fall pregnant can be enough to stop you from falling. So, okay. Yeah, it's often... So, again, they're all the areas that we would look at. Okay, so all those things. Now, what about tonight? A chance to come along and hear about this? Yeah, tonight we've got um, one of our naturopaths at Mullen Health, Kirsty. She specialises in preconception care and pregnancy care. So she's doing a free talk at our office from 6.30. If anyone would like to come along, what's the phone number we can call or the website where we can find out more details? Uh, people can either go onto our website, which is mullenhealth.com.au, or they can call us on 4961-4075. To find out more details. And what time is that tonight? 6.30. 6.30, okay. And it's a great, great talk. Very yep. interactive. and We will continue along this track next week. What did you say we were going to talk about? Oh, it's, it's an area of, that I'm seeing so much of with a lot of young girls these days, and it's polycystic ovarian syndrome. So anyone that's having difficulties falling pregnant, this could be a clue. And if you're a little bit larger in size, very important for you to have a listen to. Yeah, definitely. Okay, thank you for that today. Thanks, Dave. That is Health and Wellbeing. Peter Mullen with us back again next Tuesday after the news at midday.